Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Threats to client data constantly evolve, so your strategies must evolve too. But knowing where to get good guidance isn't always easy. Well, nowhere will you find more helpful insights from leading cyber protection experts than at the Acronis CyberFit Summit. This year in person in Miami, and you should join. Experts like Eric Simpson, Larry Walsh, and Acronis's Amy Luby will show you how to boost profits, reduce risk, and improve your team's productivity, as well as the latest cybersecurity strategies, technologies, and processes, in person and online. Learn more about the Acronis CyberFit Summit World Tour at acronis.events. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is James Kernan with Kernan Consulting and uh, really excited to talk about our special guest today on the SMB Community Podcast. Um, She is the founder of Content 10X and is an internationally recognized authority on content repurposing She's also a best-selling author, excited to hear more about that, uh, a fluent speaker and podcaster all around the world. So ladies and gentlemen, today's special guest, Amy Woods. Hey, Amy. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. That was a very nice introduction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel you like bet. I should just you leave bet. now after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we're excited to have you on the uh, uh, on the program today, and I in my business, I do a lot of uh, coaching around sales and marketing and, and growth strategies. And, uh, you know, I know content is keen. So I've been looking forward to our interview today. So thanks again for being with us. No problem. So Amy, tell us a little bit more, tell the audience a little bit more about uh, about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I am based in the UK. So I'm over in Manchester in the UK. Okay. I am um, started off my career as a management consultant so after graduating from a business school I did a little bit of travel for a year or so um backpacking type shenanigans Australia and Asia and places like that (laughs) and then uh then realized I had to get a a proper job um so I got a job as a management consultant which I thought was going to be kind of two year two year plan I'd learn lots about business and then I'd start something myself but two years became 13 years um which was the amount of time that I worked at, at Accenture as a as management consultant there um I just I guess I just enjoyed it it was good it was interesting clients my speciality was really around like large-scale business transformation programs like change management mergers and acquisitions and um so yeah I I did that for a while and then um I I guess after having kids I became a parent and then realized it was very hard to be the best management consultant I could be and the best parent I could be because it requires you to travel constantly so um very much a lifestyle of leave on Monday morning and come home on Friday night which is very hard when you've got children Yeah, yeah So, um, so yeah, so that, I guess the change in becoming a parent alongside, um, some health issues that I had, which I've been healthy my whole life and then ended up having a a tough time and being in and out of hospital for a a year or so. And it took me off the hamster wheel. So there was, it was not a good time, but it was like a blessing in a way because I then immersed myself in 
the world I was interested in an online business at first so I immersed myself in the world of like internet marketing and online businesses and I started a business where I was providing consulting, but to smaller businesses and more online. Um, okay. And that was good. And I enjoyed it. But it, I guess my heart maybe wasn't completely in that. And then okay. I started Content 10X. So in learning about content and following lots of uh, typical like online content marketers and things like that, you know, I, I realized how important it was to repurpose content and yeah. I was doing it for myself. So I'm, I'm a real stickler for, um, for systems and processes and, and efficiency and, you know, anything that brings efficiency. And so I was recording videos and repurposing them into lots of different content had some contractors who were helping me with the different skill sets required to do that copywriter yeah. graphic design video editing all of that and that's when I decided okay there's actually you know a business here what if people could just create a piece of content and then instead of them juggling lots of different freelancers to get it turned into lots of different things you could just go to one place and they would do it for them so then th that was the birth of content 10x and now it's um, just over four years old. We're, we're a creative okay. agency, but our speciality is repurposing content. Um, yeah, just over four years old. We provide content repurposing services to, to businesses. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, like, you know, I've written a book over the time that with the business and I sometimes speak at events. So that's been a little bit on the quiet side in person over the last 18 months or so. Um, and But I'm always evangelizing making the most of content that you create like maximizing content and finding different ways to communicate your message to make to make sure that you reach as many people as possible and reach the right people and not everyone watches videos and not everyone listens to podcasts not everyone's on twitter so how do you find out where your people are and how do you communicate your message right. and resonate with people as well so yeah. yeah, so that takes me to today. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. So so help everybody understand, you know, it, it's not just common sense, but give us an example of when you talked about repurposing content. Give us get a little bit more granular detail there. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I define content repurposing as finding um, creative ways to communicate your message in a different format and in a different location so that you can reach and connect with more people. So what I mean by that is it's like finding creative ways. So it's not about automation. I mean, that there is that side of repurposing, but to me, my definition, it isn't about copying and pasting things. It isn't about a program that automatically you know, takes something and, and just puts it somewhere else. There's a lot more to it. It's about still always respecting every different platform and every different audience and creative content specific, but finding creative ways to, to communicate that same message. So different formats, I'm talking about video format or podcast audio format or text only format, blog posts or visual graphics, infographics, so different formats. And then, you know, locations, it's that could be a website, that could be um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it could be YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, all the different platforms. So yeah, that, that's kind of like how I see it. It's, you, it's a message. Every form yeah. of content is a message. How do yeah. we take different formats, different locations? So a practical example would be like a classic 
um, video were repurposed mm-hmm. because always video is really at the top of the content repurposing pyramid. It doesn't always have to start with video, but as an example, right. you know, from a video, you can repurpose the video that is a longer form video. So let's say an interview just like this into lots of short social media videos. So slice and dice some great sound bites and some great points made or a tip or something inspiring and have 30 second one minute videos that you can share on social media. Um, You could also repurpose a video into a podcast. So, you know, take the audio from the video and repurpose that into a podcast episode. Um, You can do a write-up of a video. So it could be a thought leadership video or a how-to video or an interview, but you could do a write-up and that video could become a a blog post or it could become an article on a on another site it could be a newsletter so it could be some written content um you could if it is a like a how-to type video maybe you could create an infographic or some visual content as well um you could take lots of great tweets from it you could create some linkedin posts from it and so on so it's about it's about that it's about like what can we do with this to make it into different formats audio other videos other written content social website and i'm not saying that everyone should do everything i think that's a really important point that was a comprehensive answer but you have to do what's right for you like your audience may not be everywhere and may not consume all types of content so just what's right for you right no that makes a lot of sense that was kind of my next question of Mm -hmm. uh, you know how do you so content can go all over the place and i've a couple of questions along these yeah. lines, but explain to me if you could, like, what does a typical engagement look like for you? Yeah, sure. So, um, I guess like there's a few different types of engagement, but a typical engagement would be a, somebody who creates episodic content. So we work with businesses who typically, typically B2B, and they're typically creating content as, a, you know, for a marketing, as part of their marketing strategy to get in front of more people, more of their ideal clients and share the knowledge and expertise. And so um, it's usually episodic content creators. And, and I guess what I mean by that is not um, kind of random content occasionally. So just projects here or projects there or, you know, video here, podcast there, but more a weekly form of content so they'll do a weekly video or a weekly podcast and it might um, be more than weekly it might be twice weekly but weekly is the kind of minimum for engagement with us um because we you know believe that you know really to get traction and and have success with content marketing efforts there needs to be consistency and there needs to be kind of a regularity and you need to keep showing up so typically Our clients will record their video, let's say. So it could be video or audio. They're the two formats that we work with. And their kind of commitment ends at the point that they've stopped that record button. So when they finish the content, they get that over to us. And then we'll do you know, final edit and production on that piece of content. So that video or that audio to turn it into that podcast episode or or that video content. And then we will create social media content. So we'll create shorter videos and quote graphics and content for their social media platforms. And we'll create content for their website. So we'll turn that video or audio into a, a long form like SEO focus blog post for their website and create episode, but blog post artwork, et cetera. Um, and then we'll also 
usually, you know, create a video for YouTube and create a deal with YouTube complexities too. Um, Mm -hmm. And if it is a video into a podcast episode too, so usually video to podcast. So we do all the copywriting as well. So any social media asset that we create, well, mm-hmm. they will write the accompanying Instagram copy or the accompanying tweet and we do all the publishing too. So like not every client wants us to do all the publishing if they already have an in-house social media team or an in-house um, team that just deal with everything that goes on the website. But 90%, like 80, 90% of our clients, you know, they, they say, yeah, absolutely. So we do everything then like end to end, just from the point that they stop that record button. It's the whole set of content. And it, I guess our key thing is we want to focus on search and social. So we focus on search through the blog post and video on YouTube. We focus on social through the social content that we create for them. And then if they do have the podcast, then, you know, we see that as really kind of helping to focus on, you know, thought leadership as well and just standing out in their industry quite often. Quite often clients come to us and they might have such a niche podcast that, they're one of the pioneers in their niche space to be launching a podcast. So that could be really stand out for them as well. Um, so yeah, like that's what it typically looks like. We're weekly, a weekly service. We're a service-based business, basically, that provide a yeah. weekly service to our clients. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So so there's a lot there, you know, uh, a lot of different things, uh, you know, with online media that you can do. You gave me lots of great examples if anybody was to maybe just try one or two, what would you recommend? If, is there anything that you see working better than other things uh, in, in today's world? Um, it's a bit, it's a hard question because it really, really does depend on quite a few things because, you know, it depends, it does depend on industry and nation, where your audience sure. are and, and where they hang out. And it does also depend on you as a creator as well, because, I think consistency is is really really important. So, right. you know, it's it's great for me to maybe say, well, live streams work really well because if you get into the habit of doing live streams, they're great for building a community that will come and join you live. And so, it's not just content, but it's an experience as well. And people can come and engage with you. And the same people might come every week and start to engage with each other. And then from a live stream you have video content that can then become everything that I just discussed and just treat the video like any other video and repurpose it. But some people would absolutely like, you know, die at the thought of having to do a live stream. <laughs> I mean, not, not everybody wants to do video content, never mind like do live video content. So then, it, you know, it would be kind of silly for me to suggest like everybody should do live streams because it's more important to be confident with the content that you're creating and feeling exactly. like it's it, it's what is right for you and that you can confidently create that get share your message you know and so um I think it's more about the sweet spot of what are you confident at doing because mm-hmm. what can you be consistent at doing as well so confidence right. will bring consistency and the sweet spot between and of course are your audience there but I really think that you know short it does like again it does depend on the purpose of the content too but short you know thought leadership content works really well on LinkedIn um you know in video format and in text format as well and you know kind of just breaking things down into simple short videos tips advice that kind of thing I think works really well but 
it, it, you know, it, it really is a bit of a weak answer, but it does really depend, to be honest. Right, right. No, that, um, that's good, good feedback. And I completely agree about, I do a lot of sales training, right? And yeah. it's all about being confident in whatever your message is and how, how to deliver that message. We all have strengths and weaknesses. And, and uh, I think you as a consultant now, um, you know, you've got to understand, you know, who that you're, obviously you do discovery calls and you understand who your yeah. client is so you can advise them and, and, and getting that confident message out there. So mm. yeah, video is, is so, so critical. I think in today's uh, marketing. Uh, yeah. Plans. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So I wanted to ask you also about your book. Tell me a little bit about the book. Well, the book is, I guess it represents a considerable amount of kind of time doing content repurposing and lots of content that we created. And I, gu yeah. I guess the, the story behind the book is that I realized that we had a lot of free content that we provided by way of our blog and our podcast. And then the next kind of leap for people who wanted help was our service, which is quite a big leap, actually. You know, it's, it's a comprehensive service and it, like the starting point is around $2,000 a month. So, you know, free content, $2,000 a month could be quite a lot, quite a few people who were maybe mm -hmm. just starting out. So I decided that, you know, at least needed to start building some stepping stones in between. So the book was the, the first step there um, in terms of a paid paid product beyond free content. So I, I really class it as like the ultimate guide to repurposing all sorts of different types of content. So there's, you know, there's a chapter on how, if you had a video, how would you repurpose it? Then it's, if you had a, if you had a podcast, then it's a blog, then it's membership site content. If you have an online course, if you're a speaker and you've got like speaking collateral, how would you repurpose that? And if you have a newsletter, how could you repurpose that? So it covers like all sorts of different types of content that you can think of really and, and shares tips, advice, and guidance on what you could do with that and how you could repurpose it. So it's not really a like read from start to finish. I see it more as a side of desk, like whenever you need help with repurposing, have that by the side of your desk, go to the chapter for that content you're currently planning or creating and look and see how you can make it go further. Um, and of course, for me, uh, you know, trying to build a bit of a personal brand and, and a thought leadership around content and content repurposing, you know, a book is, is a great thing to right. do because it, it's good for expert positioning and it's probably helped more than I realize in terms of, of that kind of expert positioning. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Now, how could somebody get a copy of your book? Is it is it available up on Amazon or do you sell them off your website or how do you just? Yeah, it's it's on Amazon. So it, it and it's also on Barnes and Noble as well and, and various places that you can buy audio books and ebooks. But I, I guess most people go to Amazon, don't they? So if you, if you went to yeah. Amazon and you put in content to 10x, you can also go to content10x.com forward slash book and that provides lots more information about the book and um, you know, some reviews, there's a bit of a trailer about the book and the links to Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So yeah, it's not Excellent. too hard to find. <laughs> yeah. You've got a, a great website. I love your website. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. So uh, how, how could people, how could our listeners get in touch with you if, if they, you know, want to learn more or book a discovery call, what, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? 
I think in terms of learning more and then kind of going forward for a discovery call, if everything seems like intriguing and would like to find out more, it's probably best to go to content10x.com. So content10 as opposed to TEN. So content10x.com um, because it just has like every, all the information about everything we do. And right there on pretty much most pages, you can go ahead and book a discovery call if you want to speak. So um, that's the best place, really. Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, well, hey, thanks so much for being on the program today. Uh, any final words of wisdom you want to share with everybody before we adjourn? No, I just think, you know, thank you for having me on. And I hope anybody who's listening, who's a content creator might be inspired to even just go and look at one piece of content and work out how you could turn it into something, even if it's just a few tweets or a LinkedIn post. So um, it'd be great to just inspire people to go and repurpose their content. But yeah, thanks so much. It's been nice. It's been great to, to meet you and come on the show. You bet. Great. Thanks again, Amy. Take care. Thank you. Yep. All right. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.